Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sandspans Radio. Tell Devin Smith I love him. He knows. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, you know what the most important question right now is? What is it, Sean? What happens when sleeping lions wake? <laughs> well, Sean, they, they roar! fucking roar! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, Brisbane! Three in oh. a row. Boys! How good's footy? Can I just say, though, before we roll in, yeah. we can't fucking get it, can we? The Toast Trinity? Holy shit. We got close last a couple of weeks ago. My team cooked it against the Dogs. Finally, my boys delivered against the Swans, and your boys cooked, slipped, it, against... cooked it again. But we cooked it against Adelaide. It fucking disturbs me that the most constant thing in this is Brisbane winning. I don't want to display Brisbane arrogance, but boys, I've been <laughs> delivering for three weeks yeah. in a row. You've got to step up to the plate. We're trying. Yeah. We're, we tried. Oh. <sighs> You, three, I got three in a row. Your percentage is ninety-one. It's unheard of. It's nearly ninety-two. It's just fucking incredible. Um, did we talk about where it was at, sort of before the new coaching regime came in and this new sort of the Brisbane rebuild sort of kicked in again? Our percentage was like sixty. Yeah, it was basically where Carlton is now. This is last year. Uh, no, no you- this was in Leper's final year. <sighs> so Fagan came in last year and got it up to I think about seventy something. And then it's just, boah, it's exploded. They've gone up 20%. It's amazing that all of your wins have been smashings too. It's Yeah, I keep talking about I kind of want the adrenaline rush of a close one. You don't know. Nah, fuck it. I'll take these. Do you know what's great? Mm. You've now beaten Hawthorne by a combined 80-something points. Smashed them. Bogey team. Killed them in their their fortress, their Tasmanian fortress, which isn't going to be very strong because Jeff Kennett was like, well, if you don't like us in Tassie, fuck you, Tasmania. I think the Hawks have won 26 of their last 28 games there. Jeez. Who they lost to, like North and you guys? I'm not sure who the other team would be. Giants? Oh, was it the draw against the Giants? Possibly. I'm not sure. No, apparently because they hadn't lost in... It was like no. What I mean a- is, like they didn't win against the Giants, so this is like their first loss. So say that. So, so you said what they've won twenty six or twenty eight. They've drawn one against the Giants. I think that's the stat. Yeah, and you beat them. 
That's how good Brisbane are becoming, mate. Without Luke Hodge. Without Hodge. Well, yeah, Hodge pulled out late. That was disappointing. But think about it too. Without Hodge, without Harris Andrews, without Charlie Cameron. <laughs> fucking hell. Sky's the limit. Next season. Jesus. No, Sean, believe this season. No, nah, mate. Come on. Put your mathematical cap on. No, I refuse to. All right. We actually need to get a... <laughs> yeah, we got a massive email about that. Although, speaking of mathematical possibilities, my boys every week... I just like right on the cusp of making finals. <sighs> Everyone stressful. in front of us just keeps fucking falling over and it's making it even more stressful. I mean, the best thing for me this week was that we cooked it, but then two other teams cooked it. Thank you, Brisbane, uh, for helping us out there. And thank you, Sydney, which meant we managed to... It's exactly the same thing. So we lost to the Bulldogs and everyone's like, they're going to fall out of the eight. And three other teams fell over and they're like, oh, no, it's fine this week. They're going to fall out of the eight. Two other teams fell over. We're eighth. Brisbane's mission Ooh. now is just helping you boys get into the finals. Thank you. Beat yeah. Hawthorne on the weekend. We've got Adelaide next week. Does that mean you're going to lie down and you let us smash you in a couple of weeks? <laughs> Mate, you uh, should be very well. Oh, I am. Douche is lucky. He doesn't have to play us again. So his path to the finals is clear. <laughs> Fuck. We've only got to beat Richmond. Whatever. Walk in the park. <laughs> We've got to hit a giant sleeping lion that's just fucking woken up. You know what? You're a big chance against Adelaide next week. They'd oh, be mate, scared. I I will be annoyed if we lose. <laughs> that's not arrogance. That's confidence. Because fuck me, this team, they are... They're... Where are you playing them? It's at the Gabba, mate. Oh, it's at the Gabbertoir. The Gabbertoir. No, Tex, Tex is gone as well. Adelaide. <laughs> they are fucked. And, you know... No, they, 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 you know, they've they, got some players back. No, so. no, they've got to have training this week. So, they'll, you know, do a knee. Or a <laughs> Or like... Not get on the plane because they were bullied by the captain or something stupid like that. <laughs> something like that will happen. Oh, um, yeah, Brisbane, big chance. Big chance. You'll be good. You should get uh, the Gabber on the phone and just be like, hey, I know you're not hosting them this week, but can you just get the Richmond theme just ready for the weekend? <laughs> just accidentally play the wrong theme and they all just go into fetal position and you just kick goals around them. Yeah. Which is Oh, boy. Speaking of Adelaide. Jump straight into the first round. <laughs> first game, you mean? That's, yep. By the first round, I mean the 17th round. Yeah, the yeah, round yeah. that just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The title of this episode, but the first game of this round, Tom. Yeah. The last of the Thursday night games. Yeah. Sad is, to see them go. Yeah. Do you know what I hate is that I couldn't make it last week and my team did a fucking number on Sydney. And my first week, my first time back since then, after having a joyous time in space where I um, <laughs> met you, Matthew McConaughey. And you got lost. I got lost. You went I, deep. I went deep. I went so far into space that I ended up... Like floating through space, Thor style, and I got picked up by the Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah. that's how I've come home. Tex was flying the plane. He was like, "Time, time to come back to Earth, mate." <laughs> and uh, I tried to put him in a chokehold, but he did some weird voodoo powers that he picked up in the Gold Coast, and uh, I've come back to Earth. Yeah, and Ranchy was rough, boys. Yeah, uh, Thursday night, there was a point early on in the game where I thought I'm going to spend another week in space. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hawkins goes for a. Uh, Goal number four and in the quarter, and it would have would have probably kept me in space. And then we had another opportunity late in the game where I could have returned to you know delayed my reentry a bit. I was starting to come back into the atmosphere, yeah. But I pumped the brakes and put my parachute out early so I could slow down because there was a chance I'd have to hitch a ride on a rocket come back out again. Yeah, and um, wasn't to be. Yeah, uh, score was one hundred and blah of ninety blah. 112 to 97. Yeah, lost by 12, 12 points. 15, 15 points. points. Yeah. It sucks. And uh, to this, to you, I will say this, Sean. Yes. You bang, banged on hard the other time about Chris Scott not having a plan B. Yeah. It wasn't Chris Scott's fault. He tried everything, and but my team would, would just, you know, 
destined to turn the ball over like a bunch of dickheads. That's right. You know who I do blame? Mm. Dangerfield. Three goals, three. Not good enough for a player of his caliber. Three goals, three. Mm. Were they gettable three no. that he missed? No. Two of them were like dribblers on the run as he was being pushed over. Yeah, but that's Dangerfield. Uh, Dushab did mention a player of his caliber. He One should be able to was- kick them from anywhere. One of them was like rushed, I'm pretty sure. Also, 60% efficiency. 60%? Dangerfield, come on, man. <sighs> Hope he didn't get best on ground. No, he wouldn't have. I imagine that would have been Ablett, potentially. Did or Hawkins? 20 contested Rory Lard with 43 touches. Yeah, they just they put it... Like, it was an even contest. The problem was when we made mistakes, Adelaide punished us. Yeah. And when they made mistakes, we just couldn't punish them. The, the team cohesion thing this week was probably at its most noticeable... With Wiley Buzzer, who I once thought was going to be the next great thing, and I now know I was mistaken, and that's actually a young man named Asava Radagalea. Mm. Yep. Just keep getting in Tom Hawkins' way. Did you see how fucking good Tom Hawkins was on the weekend? Stay out of his way. He's clunking him. He's kicking him. Give him space. But Buzzer being, you know, hasn't yeah. played a lot in the team. The team cohesion thing was really clear on, um, on that Thursday Hawkins night. was good to the point where <clears throat> maybe don't trade him anymore. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want us to trade him. Well, I mean, if you get the right offer. What, Tom Lynch? Yeah, straight swap. <laughs> there you go, Gold Coast. Um, no, Hawkins. Was Adelaide's, really was Adelaide's win a win of loyalty with yeah. Rory Sloan? I think, I think it was. I think Adelaide would have played. Like, whoever was playing. I, basically, I feel like, once again, Geelong is facing a team that was never going to lose, much like the Bulldogs coming out firing against us a couple of weeks ago. The Crows are going to beat whoever showed up because Rory Sloan re-signed. They had... Whole bunch like whole bunch of players back. I think Lynch was back, Betts was back, Murphy was back. There's about four or five guys who came back tonight. Yeah. That night and just played very well. Um I will say this though, for Geelong, Ablett, yeah, you know, oh fuck, he's he's cooked it. He had eight clearances, uh, ten clearances, eight from the center, thirty-two possessions. At sixty-eight percent efficiency and kicked one behind. I also <laughs> kicked one out on the full. Um but Gary really needed that goal. He needed that goal. Yeah. But I will say, Menzel came back in, was ineffective all night, but we better for the run. He's yep. missed 10 weeks. Yeah. Like, no more than that. What are we, round 17? He went out in round five? Jesus, he's missed a lot of football. I don't want to be hard on him, but he cost you the game. I mean- He should have clunked yes. that mark. Sean, I've talked to you about this. Yeah. He yeah, marks yeah. that ball. He's got two guys racing back to the goal square. We get two points down, and yep. all the momentum is behind us. Yeah. Steady fumbles it. Ball goes in. Adelaide kick a goal. Go, you know, 14 points clear and mm-hmm. we're never going to be yeah, back. that was 20 minutes into the last quarter too. Yeah, look, it was disappointing. Tommy Boy, what's your take on fans who, they're obviously got around Rory because he he's loyal and he's not like Dangerfield. He's Correct. stuck around. Correct. Does that annoy you though? Because Adelaide also have, you know, for instance, Bryce Gibbs and Eddie, Eddie Betts and Tom Lynch. Quite a few players Josh on their Jenkins, list. Jenkins, I'm pretty sure, started somewhere else, didn't he? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. did. He? Oh, he was in, on the Essendon list for a while, I think, wasn't he? So Jenkins, Lynch, yeah. Betts, Gibbs, Sam Gibson, Scotty Thompson, legend of the club, started his career at Melbourne. Yeah. Fuck you, Adelaide. <laughs> Gibbs is the sort of the main one I'd point out because like yeah. some of those other ones, like Gibson, I don't think he he wasn't wanted anymore, was he, at North Melbourne? So it was a matter of him finding another home. But you can't really have a dig at Dangerfield for being a trader and going home for family reasons. When that's what when Gibbs, Gibbs did. did that. So. Yeah, no, look, as we know, Adelaide and their fans are dickheads. <laughs> All of them. All Every of them. single one, Everyone. including the ones listening to this podcast. Um, no, I, I like I get I get it. But they're also like booing. Selwood and Ablett. Everybody boos Selwood, which which I I get, but this year I like I don't think he's playing the ducking game. He like but people have long memories. People booing Ablett 
annoys me because why? Yeah, he's, he's one of the greatest good. players of all time. <laughs> fuck you. Are you. Why the fuck did I come back on this fucking show? <laughs> oh, I had an opportunity to come back on a win where you'd be semi-nice to me. I will say this. Uh, it'll be good to get Henderson back in next week. Harry Taylor has a chance to come back. And I re- I'd be surprised they played Stuart Cramery as a yeah, third get him tall. In. Get him in. Love um, some Cramery. The thing is, the thing that, that'll be good is that Henderson coming back frees up Colour Jasney or Guthrie to play on the wing, which I think Guthrie's better on the midfield than he is in defence. Mm. He he is a, usually a beautiful kick. He made some absolute like, and that's the thing. Like Chris Scott was the angriest I've ever heard him in a press conference because he said players, professional athletes, shouldn't miss targets twenty meters away. <laughs> yeah, there was a like in that last quarter, there was a passage of play that was just like, what the fuck is and happening? We, and, and Adelaide didn't get a goal out of it, and we were so fucking lucky. Yeah, but then when we got it out on the wing, Parfit just kicked it out on the full. Like, but didn't not even like kicked it long down the line. And it just went out. Just it just went straight out at right <laughs> angles. And he was like, "Oh fuck!" So players who have been really good all year. This is the thing. Also, the fucking I'm 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 a middle over the shop. But the thing that fucking annoys me about this game too is after this game, all the reports were Geelong's young players. Those young bottom six players are going to cost him a a flag. It's guys like Jones and and you know Parfit and Henry and Collar Jasney. And it's like. Last week, when we beat Sydney, the articles are all like, Geelong's young players are going to be the difference when they go into finals this year. It's players like well, Parfit and they'll Henry. They'll still be and- the difference. It's just whether it's a positive or negative one. Like, but it's just so dumb and just highlights... Like, but Yes, Geelong's form is impossible to read. So mm. every week, we're being our eulogies are being written or we're being touted as a p- potential threat to Richmond's you know, back-to-back chances. Mm. That's my fucking hate it. Well, that's really- kind of what you should expect from a team that's finishing like 7th or 8th or... You just don't know what you're going to get. No, exactly. Our next six are very gettable. Yeah. But- if we win all of them, we can finish top four. Yeah. But you're Geelong. That's what I mean. Yeah. So Port- we, should win, we should win four or five of the next six. Port, yeah. Port will drop out of the top four. So that place is 100% up for grabs. And Sydney, uh, the next one there, they're a bit shaky. And West Coast, are, I mean, they steady the ship massively this week. But they've we'll lost Nick Nat. Yeah. Potentially for the year. Which is- uh, Definitely for the year. Oh, fuck that hurts. And probably next year. Hmm. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but now, look, it's not like- He's only played one season out of the last three, basically. And and not the whole way through. Well, last time he did his knee, it took him 18 months to get back. But apparently they could have rushed him back for finals last year and they chose not to. Well, they said that, but- He also didn't come back for round one this he, year. He, was, he struggled for- like, I think that was bullshit. He was not going to come back. That was just sort of like, I think, media speculation. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he didn't really, really like get up for pre-season. Yeah. It's hard for it's. I th- it must be. I don't want to say it's easier, but it, it's got to be easier for a smaller player who does their knee to come back than yeah. someone like Nat Nui. Well, no, but look at Menzel. No, but he just did his knee again and again and again. Like I mean, like when you do your ACL, it shouldn't take eighteen months to get back playing. Too, and also I guess because for Nat Nui, his strength is his leap. Yes, and that's all. That's your knee. And now that's he's done both knees. Yeah, it's his good knee too. Fuck. Can I just also before we move on to the next game? Something else happened on Thursday night that just further solidified an opinion I have of an AFL footballer oh, yeah. in my mind. Crystallized what I long held as a belief that I couldn't quite confirm until I saw it on the footy field, and that is Tex Walker is a fucking flog. <laughs> he is a huge dickhead. Reported one week knocking out Zach Tui, although Zach Tui was fine. He should have got two or three weeks. I agree. He should have. It was fu- anyone. Oh, it was deemed careless. Medium impact, high contact. It was intentional. 
It was fucking intentional. He's not watching the ball. His eyes are only on Tui. The ball's coming in behind him. He he goes for the bump. Yeah, he, he's not aiming. He's not trying to get him high. Yeah. But he opts to bump and he goes high. Does he get off the ground? No, uh, no Tui's off the ground. And he still gets him high. So imagine if Tui wasn't on the ground. He would have got him higher. <laughs> <laughs> Taking his head clean off. Probably. And, but, and, then, and then because Tui... Passes a concussion test, comes back on, kicks a fucking awesome goal from 50, texts his shit bird. I, I don't like that they take the player's injury into consideration. No, it shouldn't. It's, it, I mean, if, it's, the, if you have, an in, if you have a, a situation like Harris Andrews, then yeah, take it into consideration. But add it on after. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be a matter of like, oh, punish text the action. Walker, punish, yeah, punish the, the action, action and the not the result. Yep. And it, it does my fucking head in that he gets a week because Tui played out because it was deemed careless. That was intentional for me. It was intentional as fuck. Tex Walker is he's just he's gone from being and I used to like watching him play and he used to be that guy that you're like, no, he's a good captain. Yeah. He's not. He barely fired a shot on like Blitzarf smashed him, he kicked one sort of cheapy goal and um was pot shotting people all night. Mate, you're not a hero. You're a dickhead. He had the least possessions in the Adelaide team. Yeah, I know that the next five are all Geelong players, that's fine, do <laughs> you? Um you, you look- So you're saying Tex Walker, piss week? Tex Walker, piss week. Yeah. Absolute piss week. Mm-hmm. They talk about how, he, oh, you know, he lifts and he rises the team. And I've seen him do that. But his attitude is just shit house. He's not a good leader. He he probably was a couple of years ago, but he needs to have a think about the way he... needs to have a good, hard look oh, at himself. He needs to have a two-hour chat with fucking him. Yeah. Just, just look <laughs> in the mirror and have a two-hour... No, find a photo of you when you had the mullet and the mustache. <laughs> Have a two-hour chat with that, grow the mullet, grow the moustache back again, and you'll become a better bloke. You know what else he might work well for him? Throw on Bojack Horseman. Watch it up until the point where Bojack's like, am I a good person? And text, the answer's going to be no, but you can still change that. You can. <laughs> Bojack can't. Bojack's in his 40s and broken. Yeah. You're a young man in his prime. Grow back the mullet. I believe in you, Tex. Stop belts and blokes. I'm just disappointed. Yes. <laughs> I'm not mad. I am. I'm just disappointed. Speaking of disappointment, Carlton. Oh, yeah. Friday <coughs> night blockbuster. Mm. How the fuck are these guys on a Friday night again? Dane Swan uh, recommended that uh, next season the Carlton games be relegated to a Monday afternoon where everyone's at work. So no one has to watch it. <laughs> that was the eight tweeted that during the fucking game, too. Here's the baffling thing, though, right? When they do the fixture, like St. Kilda, I understand, and Bulldogs understand having a few Friday night games because no one thought they were going to be as bad as what they were. Like St. Yeah. Kilda, well, St. Kilda were, were on the rise. Correct. Whereas Carlton finished second last or third last, second last I think, and the year before that last. last. You know what I mean? Like it's they, they shouldn't get Friday night games. No, they they don't look good, and they weren't playing well last year. They haven't scored a hundred points all last season. Yep. Or this year, the reason people are switching off the game is because you're serving up tripe like this. I get the hindsight. Tripe. Oh, far out. I get the hindsight is twenty twenty thing for St Kilda, but not for fucking Carlton. Like, well, that, that, actually, don't you know, put them on Friday night until 2022. Well, hindsight's not, I mean, like, not really, because even if they expected the game to go that St. Kilda was solid and Carlton are garbage, that's pretty much what we got. St. Kilda beat Carlton by 60 points. Carlton have had so many fucking Friday night games this year. Get them had, off. I think they've had six this year. Put them on a fucking Sunday afternoon at two, at two o'clock. They, they honestly should. Or Saturday 4- 4.30, between two other fucking games that are on. the 4.45 fixture. Oh, Essendon have yeah. copped a lot of those recently, actually. Yeah, we, See, I feel we, like we, put the Bombers on Friday night. Put your long on Friday night. The Bombers play an exciting brand of footy. Yeah. That's kind of what you want. Uh, like, <laughs> you don't actually have to fix... Any of the rules for the state of the game. No. Just put 
the good games in prime time, and then yeah. people are watching good games. It's like, oh, footy's good. Yeah, because it's because that's the thing. Not everyone has Foxtel, so if you have yeah. Carlton St Kilda on four forty on a sun- Saturday, Carlton St Kilda fans will be a bit salty, but they'll get over it. They'll go to the game. Yeah, that's this, it. This is a game that was so shit. The billing of it was so shit. St Kilda reduced ticket prices to thirteen dollars to cash in on Friday the thirteenth, but also because no one was fucking gonna go to the game. What was the crowd in the end? Oh, like ten. Oh, I think it was. I know it was thirty in the thirties because BT kept mentioning it. From the first quarter, which they normally don't have crowd figures until like after halftime. Yeah, but they knew there was no But I think the AFL would, or Channel 7 were given a big push. Like, make sure you mention that there's people here. Oh, it just, it's just putrid. Gil, what I need you to do is I need you to have a two-hour chat with Tex Walker with the mullet and the moustache, and he'll set you straight. Next year, Carlton won't have any Friday night games. They shouldn't. And if they, they do... They'll, they'll keep the Thursday night Richmond game. That'll be it. And that should be it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Brisbane, Brisbane won't get a Friday night, and they don't deserve one. No, neither reckon- Gold Coast and Frio don't either. Brisbane play at least an exciting round of football. You could argue that Brisbane do deserve yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say. But they won't get one next year. And that's fair enough because you look at where they finished. They have, you know, they finished in the Hawthorne bottom. Hawthorne Brisbane us. Friday night game next year. Well, no, you but if you want a close like- game, not Hawthorne Brisbane. Oh, yeah, because it'd be a, d- a drubbing. <laughs> that's right. But what you need is like, so the teams that should be getting Friday night games are like Geelong, Adelaide, Sydney, Richmond. Look at the Giants Richmond game. It was fucking awesome. Sydney North, they should be your Friday night blockbusters. Never put Carlton back on Friday nights until they make finals again. And then the year after they make finals, put them back on Friday nights. How about just like you're on Friday night if you finished in the top eight? Well, you're on Friday night if you play a good brand of footy. They don't. Well, they haven't scored it. 100 yeah. points. Fuck me. Don't ever put a Ross well, that, Lyon team it. on Actually, fucking Friday nights. You've got to look at it either. and go, Carlton haven't scored over 100 points in a game in over 700 days. They're not playing Friday night footy. No. What? No. I don't understand what happened because they didn't have this many Friday night games last no. year. Correct. On the back of the fact that they were so bad the year before. Oh, jeez. Well, what least- happened, Gil? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> just, I just yeah. don't know. Like, what's he done? Baffling. Oh. Baffling decisions. Steve Hocking, you've got some fucking work to do, boy. Yeah, first of all, set Carlton on fire. Start again. Send him to Tassie, but with better players. That was my suggestion. <laughs> just kill everyone in Carlton and send the Kernos and Crips to Tassie. All right, Brisbane won by 33 points. Oh, against who, Sean? Against the fucking Hawks, against friend of the show, Damien Robb's boys. Um, gave him another good drobbing, that's for sure. Uh, Daniel, Carney, good brother. If you're listening, I don't know, you probably are more than the other Carney would be. All I have to say to you is, Alan Scott, you were wrong. Oh, oh. cop that, Daniel. Uh, so yeah, Why Dan- do you believe in your boys, mate? He just doesn't believe. Oh. I bet he believed when he was watching it, though. Oh, it was a bit of a, I, I see it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> was he Nick Davising all over the place? Um, oh, fuck. Mate, Cam Rayner kicked a goal in the last oh, quarter. From and, 50? And we were up. We were up, Tom. We stood, and we didn't sit back down <laughs> for the rest of the game. I'm not oh. even kidding. We kept going. We stood up. We just stood up for the last, like, 15 minutes of the game. I'm a just- big fan of having a stand the entire last quarter. I did yeah. it against West Coast as well. I was just, like, pacing. I was like, oh, Yep, that was me oh, the in the Sydney because, game oh. and in the Bulldogs game, standing the whole last quarter. We'll say this though, just while we're on standing, I just want to let everyone know my yeah. stand count for the weekend was at three. Just That's so. a lot considering you lost. I know, but I stood for the all the big fucking goals we kicked from outside fifty, which was a lot of yep. our goals. Good, well done, Tom. No worries. Just want to put out there. Continue, Sean. Well done. Um, fuck Cam Rayner. Oh, he's exciting. <laughs> He got, I think, the nomination two weeks ago for the Rising yeah. Star. This was a better game. Way 19 better. touches, three goals. He shredded Hawthorne. Oh, just carved them up. Carved oh, them up. Oh, fuck. Um, Alex Witherden, I think he had 27 touches again. I will just confirm that and see what his um, 
efficiency was because Jesus, he, he goes at like eighty five percent, doesn't he? Usually, normally, yeah, eighty five percent on the weekend oh. for the season. He's at uh, eighty. He's averaging twenty three touches. He's still not the favorite for the Rising Star. Yeah, he's still paying seven dollars while Jaden Stevenson from Collingwood is one sixty five. What the fuck is going on? Jaden Stevenson had eleven touches and zero goals on the weekend. Witherden. Under pressure in the back line all year in a bottom side, dominating. I fucking love him. Is, is he is he going to get? There are so many players that are going to get. He's going to have a jump with heaps of little numbers on the back. I'm going to have so to. Many. I'm going to have to because it's Witherden, it's Rayner, McCameron, McCluggage. Oh. oh, fucking hell! The luggage he has is, arrived. He has come of age. He eh? has, mate. He fucking has. Oh, everyone else is really really good about this game. Yeah, Hawthorne got in front. And Brisbane could have easily just sort of like been like, ah, oh, fuck. And then like Hawthorne got away with it. Nah, you didn't yeah. take it fucking lying down. No. Just pegged it back straight away. And actually, sorry. So just after halftime, uh, sorry, you went into halftime, they were up. They kicked They kicked the first goal of the third quarter. Then you chipped away, got in front. They kicked two like pretty quickly again, got yep. back in front. And you were just like, nah, chipped away at him again. And then fuck him. What, what I love is that, they came for you a few times, even in that last... Can we just talk about the fact that you kept them goalless for the entire last quarter? Yeah, yeah? I was about to say... Um, yeah, they, they kicked a point pretty late. Actually, right at the end of the quarter, they scored. And I was like, ah, oh, come on, boys. That's huge. Yeah. And and it wasn't with, like... With so much on the line, too. Think yeah, about where they are. Absolutely. Are they, where are they now on the ladder? They're about... Ten, ninth or tenth? So tenth. If, they, if they won, they're entrenched in the eighth. If they won, they take Geelong's spot in their eighth. So that's that's huge. Like, they had everything to play for. And honestly, and no, it wasn't like they rolled over either. They kept kicking, they kept going in that last quarter coming after you. Yep. And your boys fucking stood. And it's incredible too when you think that Luke Hodge didn't play no. and Harris Andrews. Harris They're Andrews. the two generals of that yeah. back line who direct traffic and everything. Daniel you know, Rich stood up. Oh. Do you know who else stood up, Sean? Who stood up? The uh, the oldest man in football. Josh, Josh fucking Walker. Walker played oh. the game of his life. Oh, I tell you what, he just got himself a new contract based on that game. <laughs> he was, seen he was clunking marks everywhere. He looked unstoppable. He, oh, For I'm, a man I'm who looks like he's turning 48, him. he looked unstoppable. No, he's grown some hair back. He looks young. He looks younger he than ever. And he still looks like a 48 No, he's Benjamin man. Button, Tom. He's fucking mm. on fire. He had longish hair when he played at Geelong and he oh, still looks 38. Care. He looks like he's about 26 now, which is probably two years older than he is. <laughs> Far, um, Eric Hipwood, I think he kicked two goals from about six shots. So it's... That's the thing, though. Every week now, he's getting about six or seven goes at it. And, which, he, and he looked dangerous, too. Uh, he just he looks deadly. Two. And three goals, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, good on him. That's better than I thought. Um, he just, kicked three goals. He's straight. attacking packs now. He's got like the confidence of having kicked six goals last week, and he was just throwing himself at everything. You know what? He's got yeah. a taste, and he is a man who's realized that he loves kicking goals. That's he right. Has, he's, he's been doing the Tom Hawkins diet, which is donate for a week, feast out on goals on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this that was... Great to see for Brisbane too is that you didn't get to that point where you were a couple of two or three goals up and start defending. No, you just kept attacking, and I think that's the best thing is that this is a team that's like, no, we're winning. We're going to keep winning. They're a very good last quarter team. They're a very good last. They just, I think they just goal looked at scorers it. as well. Well, yeah, I mean, there's so much to be excited about with Brisbane. It's just fucking incredible. Dame Beams had another great game. He had 33 touches. I don't think he was the best. Though. I think, um, I think McCluggage was awesome. Zorko, 
He's been tagged, and he's. I think he had 24 touches, kicked a goal, but he just Pushing finds ways tag. to actually get involved. Which so now he was when he gets not shut doing down at the start of the year, exactly right. The two-hour chat, he's benefiting from that like a motherfucker. And he's we got still... to remember he got spoken to by two people, so technically it's a four-hour chat. Oh, three. You forgot me. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so it's actually plus you. It's a ten-hour chat because you had six hours on. I your had own. so much to say to him. Mitchie Robinson actually kicked two goals and yeah. just a battering ram. Just kills people. <laughs> he he went. Who's that dickhead? I've forgotten his name James now. James Sicily, maybe? He went, Sicily, you're a piece of shit. And just fucking went at him all day. And I loved it. And um, oh, I'm just, I'm very I'm happy. Getting I'm getting very, very much behind Dean Beams as a Rafi for the Brownlow. He, he's, and I'll tell you what, in the coaches' votes, he's coming from nowhere. Yeah, he's really, really. Because he's starting to hard. get like 30 plus touches a game and usually kicks a goal every week. Yeah. Which is. Fucked. Especially, you guys have won three in a row now. So there's. I, I think your Smokies yep. for the Brown though. So Gorn's, in my opinion, favorite. Fuck Tom Mitchell off. Fuck Tom Mitchell off. He had forty-one possessions in a losing side. Did fuck all with. Well, it. that's it's crucial to actually. Yeah, forty-three touches for Mitchell and, and his a goal. team. And his team uh, didn't fucking score a goal in the last. One hundred and fifty-seven um, dream team points. And mm-hmm. the, the coaches' votes are quite telling. When the coaches go, nah, no, not not a single not vote a single for vote. A, a huge. I thought O'Meara was a better player for them. Kick four and goals. Gunston. I will say four. Uh, he kicked four goals. Three of them were a bit cheap. Yeah, but he was in the right but spot. Good yeah. on him because that's one of the better games he's played. So. Coming back from his injury on your O'Meara with your Lego haircut, like. <laughs> but you know, the, the, there was just so many hawks that kind of didn't lift and really didn't fire a shot. Um, oh no, there's a guy who plays for, and I thought this watching the game, and I was like, I need to bring this up. I don't know who it is now. I've forgotten, but there was a dude for. Brisbane, yeah, whose arms look like that he's made of like he looks like Action Man. <laughs> His arms and legs look like they've got joints in them because he's so muscly. He looks like a fucking Action Man for Brisbane. I'm pretty sure. Okay, unless it wasn't. Can't think who that is. I will just comment. Jared Berry, he is getting so. This is only his second season. He's getting so good. He had 24 touches um, a few weeks back. He killed Nat Fife before Fife went off. He's. I'm really excited about Berry. Fuck, he's good. 24 touches, Tom. Second-year player. McCluggage is the same. They're on fire. You, and, and, and Barry went off for like a whole quarter with concussion. Came back on. Ah, oh, So you had Brisbane. two guys who had 24 touches and a guy who had 19 possessions. Yeah. Far more effective than all 43 of Tom Mitchell's touches. 100% agree with you. Tom Rockliffe leaving is probably the best thing that could have happened for this club because you get blokes like McCluggage yeah, and Barry and Rayner who can rotate through the midfield now. And it's just great. It's fucking great. It's Next season, sky is the limit. This season, sky is the limit, mate. No, it isn't though, Tom. I think you can only get to the sky, right? Brisbane <laughs> Next probably year, though, win you 10 games You can break through the most. sky, punch the moon. <laughs> We will be interstellar next year. Like, honestly, the, the, the players fifth- will be high-fiving me in space every week. <laughs> will the fifth dimension be uh, Brisbane? Friend of the show, Sam Loy, messaged me and said, Roast is getting so expensive for you, and he's not wrong. It's just... <laughs> oh. No, nah, I love Brisbane. I love footy. This weekend, I just couldn't get enough. I was just like, <laughs> footy is so good. I love it. Well, yeah, there's I there love it. two fucking huge games we haven't got to yet that were just like so good to watch. Which proves that footy's not dead. No. Which is something that our show, time and time again, I think, has really focused on. Everyone who's like, oh, we need to ch- shut up. Footy's great. Footy's Leave beautiful. it as it is. Footy's good. Although one of the least eventful games of the weekend is the one next. Melbourne defeated Western Bulldogs. The doggies um, just... The doggies were in it. No, no. The doggies But they do it. that every week. They're in it for like one or two quarters, and then they'll have like a quarter where they just... They, they're they gone. I, I watched it happen. So 
they started the third quarter and they hit the first two goals of the third quarter, right? Yeah. And look, looked good. Melbourne were a bit shaky. And then Max Gorn pulled his socks up, straightened out his beard and went, well, fuck you then, and delivered three or four of the most beautiful silver service ruck taps I have ever fucking seen all resulted in goals. Mm-hmm. Like he just tapped it out of the middle. Clayton Oliver just had to stand there, hold on to it, run into 50, kick it to Hogan who nailed it. Like there was, there were, like Melbourne kicked three or four goals in a row in this burst in a, in a space of about five minutes, all of them coming from just amazing Max Gorn service. And I'll tell you what, if none of our Smokies get up in the Brownlow, mine being Selwood, yours being Beams, I'm fucking so excited for Maxi Gorn Big chance, to put he? that medal around his neck and be the second Ruckman, the, the, the next Ruckman since Jimmy Steins, which is the number he fucking wears on his back. Ah, oh, such a good story. Probably the best bloke as well. He's a good bloke I too. I can't wait for the uh, medal to just get lost in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon he shaves it if he wins? Imagine he shaves it on stage. Oh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. He gets up there. And Bruce McAvaney shaves him during, like, not, not, with, not with an electric razor, but with like, like a straight razor and, and like, Bruce pulls it Bruce out of his shoe. Pulls it out of his shoe, just like, sit down, puts the apron over him, and just starts doing the post match interview shaving him. Oh, oh. A barber's chair just rises out of this crown palladium stage. It's also funny to imagine Max Gordon rock up to Brownlow without a beard, and everyone's like, Who, who's this guy? And the winner is Max Gordon. No, Max Gordon one, mate, not you, you bald weirdo. <laughs> he would totally do that, actually. I love him. He's a funny buddy. He may be my favourite pl- non I've decided he's probably my favourite non-Geelong player, Maxi Gorn. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. I can't wait to smash him on uh, Saturday night. <laughs> I love it. Well, Speak- you should be very scared. Oh, we, I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's they, it. They kicked, yeah. eight, <laughs> they kicked eight goals in the third quarter. But four of them in a five-minute burst. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So, killed them. They killed them. And uh, speaking of killing them, uh, Essendon defeated Gold Coast. What a surprise. Yeah, I'm a little... This is weird because I spent the first half a little concerned because we weren't pulling away from them. Couldn't put them to bed. Well, yeah, they were, they like, were up at half time. Yeah, was not happy about that. And then we ended up winning by 44 points. But going into the game, I was hoping we'd win by like 10 goals just for a percentage boost. Oh, yeah. did Gold Coast do that thing where they don't kick a goal in a quarter? Uh, unheard of, I know. When have they ever done that? Yeah, so you killed them in that second half though. Yeah, murdered them, but... Like, we kicked four goals, four in the third, and we probably... What were the conditions like up there? I think they were fine. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine who's an asset to the Porter went, he's like, yeah, it was beautiful. It was 21 degrees. Yeah. Can we talk about that goal, Dusha? Goal of the year contender from D. Smith. That was oh, I saw that awesome. one. Yeah, how so good was when, it? When you said, sorry, Tom, when you said goal of the year, I was like, well, you've got questionable taste, boy. <laughs> but I saw it. I'd give him... Is it a car now? Nah, it's the last player of Wheat Bix. Wheat Bix? should be like a car full of Wheat Bix. A car <laughs> made of Wheat Bix. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah and, no. and Warwick Kappa drives you into valet. <laughs> Incredible goal. Devin he, Smith. He, is, recruit of the year. Oh, he's so good. Um, I was just looking at it uh, just before, actually. I was looking at our players' stats. Guess how many tackles he averages a game? Eight. 8.4. Holy fuck. That's that is good. huge. That's pretty good. That That's, is insane. Is he leading? He's leading for tackles, surely, yeah, in the AFL. By, um, by a significant margin. Apparently, no one's even close. Pulling that knowledge, though, from Daniel, the good brother, mentioning it last week. He's just... he's What I like about Devin Smith, though, is he's a very good inside player who can then play very good on the outside. He can burn you, yeah. He just... He's sensational. And I think what was happening at 
basically this is, playing for Essendon is the best thing for him. Yeah, because he's he's one of the go to midfielders. Where at the GWS there was such a logjam of talented midfielders that he that he was kind of being used as a half forward. Yeah, he's so much better on the ball. Well, I mean, just looking at tackles, I guess, and Essendon. Merritt averages six a game as well. So if they're both on the field, that's that's a lot of players getting buried. And then I mean, Brendan Goddard lays like two or three. Actually, I wonder a if he's... Year, so like he grabbed three on the weekend. It was a he was probably in a wheelchair again. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. I love that since he hasn't made a tackle, he's just like consistently had like two or three just to prove to everyone that he fucking can. He averages two a game. Whoa, that's a that's a huge step up. Dusha, that is that is two more than Dan Menzel averages a game. <laughs> and I love Menzel. Dusha, you had 10 of the top 11 ranked players on the ground. Yeah, so that's what I mean. 44 points probably should have been a bit more. You needed that percentage probably. Yeah. But it's it's a bit like you look at the game a couple of weeks ago when we played Sydney. We probably should have won by 60 points because we had the best players on the ground on the night and we only just won. We even look at... Games where, like, North played Gold Coast the other week, didn't put him away, and yeah. probably should have. I think that's the thing. When you've, like... Because there's no pressure on Gold Coast in this situation, where Essendon, in the back of their minds, are like, finals are still a chance. And, like, yeah. fucking... The headline that's in front of me is, final, uh, Essendon keeps finals hopes alive with unconvincing win over Gold Coast. We won yeah. by 44 points. It's it a, was pretty convincing. It's a free hit for Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about how your percentage is a worry. It's actually so far back that Essendon shouldn't be going into games being like, we've got to get percentage. It should just be like, we have to win. Yeah. Just win every game. Yeah. And that's and, how you'll and, get in. And, and don't worry about the percentage. Because yep. because as we've seen, you look at, there are teams above you that have tricky draws coming up. Adelaide yep. are suddenly a threat again. North uh, up and down. Geelong are up and down. Hawthorne are up and down. GWS have suddenly ruled back into it, making me look like a fucking idiot. They better not finish in the eight. <laughs> Imagine last game, like they have to win to uh, finish eighth. Well, I'm pretty sure they play like Melbourne or someone like that. Let's find out. They play in the last round, Melbourne at the MCG. Oh, that, that could decide both that team's fates. Fuck, that's a. <laughs> there are some potentially huge games in the um, last round. Yeah, you've got um, yes. Melbourne Giants, Port versus Essendon. Uh, there was another one, oh, Sydney versus Hawthorne at the SCG. That's huge. Yeah. Geelong versus Gold Coast. Brisbane versus the Eagles. Like, <laughs> fuck. A lot of blockbuster games. Yeah. I mean, Sean, yeah. I want Geelong to finish in the top four. So can you smash the Eagles so they drop a bit? It is at the Gabba. Yes. <laughs> Good. It is at the Gabba tire, Tom. I'm going to go on a limb, Sean. I reckon there's probably maybe only two games where you're not an absolute definite chance. And in those two games, you're a smoky. And which two games? Is that Geelong the and Collingwood? Games. Yeah. 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 But I reckon all the games at the Gabba, your favourites. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> I, would be, I agree. <laughs> I would be shocked if you don't beat West Coast in that last round, unless they need to beat you to stay top four. Yeah. It just depends how they And doing. West Coast can do that, as we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, Hawthorne needed to beat us for final stuff, and um, we did a number on them. The, conf- the confidence in Brisbane. It's, just, it's actually just ridiculous. Like, imagine what their season could have been if they got the confidence with a few early wins. Because yeah, it's yeah. just, it's it's starting to click and it's all, you know, we'll, we'll push on. We'll push on. It's so interesting to find, like, finally, it doesn't happen very often where a team finds form in the season and you see the parts coming together. But both Essendon and Brisbane this year. Oh, 100%. Happened. And even yeah. speaking of coming together, the Giants are now finally starting to get themselves into a bit of form. And um, yeah. yeah, I just, I can't believe... That Richmond, the amazing best team in the AFL, according to every expert ever, have lost another game on the road. It's such a shock. Yeah, it's weird. Hey, Tom. Yeah. Um, how many games do you reckon they've won played in Victoria this season? 
Oh, I reckon they've won pretty much every game. They've Everyone, played. yeah. Wow, that's huge. Uh, guess how many they've won interstate? Oh, surely they must have won at least one if they're reigning premiers, do Well, that would make a lot of sense, Tom. But unfortunately, <laughs> no, they have not. They've lost every game. Fucking shitbirds. And they won't have to fucking travel interstate to play finals. Brisbane's won a couple of interstate games, just saying. <laughs> hey, Brisbane, Geelong and Essendon have won more interstate games than Richmond. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck. I was about to say Carlton as well, but they haven't. <laughs> Richmond don't really have that tough a draw either. Yeah. Coming home. Well, they no. They've got St. Kilda. Collingwood at the MCG is a big one. So is the Cats. Can I say? But then they've a- got Gold Coast. Essendon's big, but then the Dogs. So they've got a couple of softies. If there is a, if there is a game that I want to win more than anything this year. Beat Richmond. I want to beat Richmond at the MCG. Imagine you knock them off top place. Imagine if we made it so they had to play interstate in a prelim. No, actually. The- they... Would they, be, you can't drop them to third. No, like, we can't. Their percentage is too huge. But imagine if we gave them a scare, they're a bit rattled. They go into the first round of the finals full of swagger and someone stages an ambush at the G. Say it's us or Collingwood or West Coast or you know someone. Who, you know who could beat them at the G? In a, maybe, probably not grand final, but could surprise them. Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Buddy to kick six. Yep. Sydney play well at the G. Do you know what I would love to see? I just I would just love to have to see Richmond have to play a prelim interstate with their fucking abysmal interstate record. I would get this fucking painted and hung on my wall. <laughs> just buddy, don't arguing, fucking dusty. Imagine that. <laughs> or rants. Fuck. Oh. Fuck um, rants. So, yeah, so JWS, we're all right. Giant Richmond, you know, wasted, missed a lot of opportunities. Hardwick had a whinge about the umpires. It's, mate, you have, your team has a fucking shithouse record interstate. That's all it is. Um, next game. <laughs> that was, was a good game, though. Was Toby Green back? Yeah, yep. he was. Kicked three or four, I think. Oh, he's a massive in. Yeah, he kicked two. And played played as their... <laughs> <laughs> three or four, two. <laughs> Close. Um, do we... Li- li- okay, boys. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. Do we do this show because we care about accuracy and facts? Or are we more about the raw emotion, the general vibe of how good footy is? Well, look, Tom, I don't want to speak on behalf of Dusha and I, but we do it for the facts. Yeah, 100%. We're all about the facts. Yeah. And the fact is that footy is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it is. My team lost this week, but fucking footy is good. I just want to go back a second, just back to the Essendon Gold Coast game. Mark Bagley kicked three goals and has now kicked like multiple goals in multiple games in a row. Uh, is he still playing mostly in the back pocket? No, they've moved him up forward, and he's just like he said in an interview after this game. He's like, "Yeah, I like I like kicking goals. It's six tackles like, as well. Yeah, we need to move Kale Hooker back because that's where he belongs." Oh, and another thing that I also didn't touch on that I'm glad you brought up Kale Hooker. <clears throat> in the last four games, he has only had three goals kicked on him. Fuck, Two of them huge. were by Ben Brown, a leading Coleman medalist. Well, Chant. Yeah. The person who will win the Coleman. Yeah. Kept him to two goals. He's kept two other players goalless. Good player. Great player. All Australian? Rance will probably have that spot. No. Nah. Do you know, can I say, do you know who was a fucking smoky? And I've spoken to you about this. Do you know who was a smoky oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. fullback All Australian selection? <laughs> who? Mark Blitzarves. <laughs> he had two goals kicked on him on the weekend. And that's probably the first time in about six weeks he's had goals scored on him. Won't get a look in with Rance. It sucks too because he's, he's kept he's kept Ben Brown goalless. Um, he played really well on Franklin when Franklin kicked those four goals. They weren't opposed to him. He's kept Tom Lynch goalless. Yeah. He's kept Charlie Dixon goalless. He's kept uh, Josh Kennedy goalless. Like I think he's a massive chance. Oh, fuck. 
until they play Brisbane and Hipwood kicks 10 on him. I don't reckon. I don't reckon. You wouldn't, ta- wouldn't take Hipwood, would he? No, nah, he'd probably he'd go, go to stay. So it's probably Henderson or Stewart playing on Hipwood. Not nah, fair. Look for out, the, though. For the mobility. All right, uh, Sunday's games. Collingwood Magpies, who are big fans of uh, playing at the MCG. Yeah, won seven in a row against teams that don't matter, but go on. Rattled <laughs> by the West Coast Eagles, who beat them by 35 points. And they're all over them early, Collingwood. Yep. Like, they kicked the, they kicked the first four goals. That first quarter, it was... And the first half was a lot of Collingwood just, just chipping away, chipping away, getting a nice little burst. But the Eagles just kicked like eight goals without missing. Yeah. Turns out when uh, the two goal scorers are back, they kick a lot of goals. Turns out. So Kennedy kicked three. Yep. Darling kicked three. Leclerc kicked two. Those three have been missing for the last three weeks. Rioli kicked three as well. Fuck. Hey, do you know the other day we got an email about someone saying, guys who don't look fit? Yeah. <laughs> Willie Rioli. Yeah, I agree. I fucking love him. Yeah. But he does look like a guy. And like when he first got drafted, he was a lot bigger. Like he slimmed down a lot. Yeah. But I fucking love that he's a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit, a eh? but still because he's a Rioli, is just good at football. Yeah. But I mean, all like barring Daniel, like was it Dean Rioli used to play for Essendon? Yep. He looked like a boy who loved pies, <laughs> <laughs> pies and spaghetti bolognese. Cyril is a was a is a stocky player. Did you see Rioli after the game when they? I think David King interviewed him or someone did, and they were asking, "Oh, what was it like? You know, when when Nick Nat went down, how did you sort of readjust?" And he's like, "Oh, I didn't know." <laughs> well, but, but, but he wouldn't. Yeah, he didn't know. Full forward. Yeah, he didn't know about it. Like, and he was like, "Oh, I guess I'll um, I guess I'll find out during the week." <laughs> well, no, but like, if you're not near where it happens, and yeah. when did it, it happen in the game? Uh, third quarter, I think. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't like they went in at halftime. No. Like, right, boys, we've got to readjust. No, third quarter, and that is that is. <laughs> would he not? Wouldn't he just be like, "Oh, Scotty Lysette's in the ruck for a long time." Well, no, but you got to remember, he's probably not concentrating on that half of the ground. He probably had a job. You to mean do. he's not looking at the centre bounce and being like, <laughs> "Cool." No Nick Nat. He's too busy thinking about how many goals he's going to get <laughs> and how many pies he's going to eat after the game. Do you reckon they've got those good like gourmet pies with the chunky beef? Willie Ball's coming in. Oh, goal. <laughs> I hope they've got those pies with the chunky. I mean, to be fair though, Nick Nat does, has him playing like reduced minutes in games on purpose yeah, to manage yeah. him. That's so him not rucking for a bit probably isn't. Fuck, I love the honesty of that though. Like, yeah. Clear that's a guy who's new to the AFL. Unless yeah. he misheard the question and... His his comment was more like I don't know the extent of it. Yeah, yeah. Or I didn't. But I like to think that it's. I like to think it's. So Nick Nat didn't play. Oh (laughs) shit! shit. And we won thirty (laughs) five points. Fuck, that's bad. I mean, right. That's the big story out of this game. Nick Nat done for the season, and and at least another year. It's bad for footy. It's bad for footy. Adam Simpson looked shattered at the end of the game when they interviewed him about it. He, he, he looked like he was going to cry. Yeah. In fact, I think he kind of his voice broke a bit and he got quite emotional. And you're like, there is a man who bleeds for his football team. Yeah. Don Pike, you could take a learn a, learn a bit from that. Oof. Instead of being the stoic Oof. robot boy that you are. Adelaide are common a lot because I'm angry at him. But, you know, yeah, that's yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Ross Lyon, you could learn a lot from that, having a bit of heart, giving a shit about your players instead of garlic bread all the time. <laughs> you know who dominated Old mate TC Jack Redden. He's having a good season. Yeah, good on him. Do you forgive him? No. Elliot Yo kicked an absolute monster from fifty-five. Elliot Yo can go get fucked. <laughs> Jack <laughs> Redden's all right. Dugowie fucking kicked four. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a jet, and yeah. you go, how good is he going to be? So he signed a new deal for two and a half years yeah. or something. 
How good's he going to be in, in like when he's 25, 26? Well, actually, speaking of signed deals, fucking Sloan. He signed a five-year contract. Mm, he's 28. Yeah, that's big. And turning 29 this year. And put it this way. He's 29 he's an, before the start of next season. He's an inside <laughs> mid, right? He's not a... He, Rory Sloan isn't like an Ablett or a Danger who in the twilight of their careers could play at full forward. He's not Franklin. Franklin, you could put on a nine-year deal now and it'd be fine because <laughs> you just stick him in the goal square. It reeks of desperation from Adelaide. Make him the captain. I, I did hear that four years was offered, so at some point in the negotiations, an extra year has been tacked onto that. Because That, that, that would the be door. their desperation to get it done. He Imagine if he left. That's a club in crisis. Yeah. Completely. Well, so they, they had to get that done. Like, there's probably some TCs that can join their big club of TCs. <laughs> Saltiness is extreme tonight. It is. All right, next game. And game of the round game, by game, ma- maybe game of the year. That's what I was about to say. Thank you. Game of the year. I'm calling it. And you said the other game that's probably almost game of the year was the other game between North Melbourne and Sydney when North beat them just up in Sydney. They've, they've played two of the best games of the year. Just cast How your fucking good is footy? Cast your minds back to Brisbane versus Collingwood as well. That was a ripper. <laughs> and that was good. This was better though. Yeah. Five lead changes in the last five minutes. Yeah, actually, it was ridiculous. And the goal, like, f- like free flowing, oh, a lot of pressure. Good marks too yeah. from ba- bags of goals from superstar players. Lots of like weird snaps as well, but not like unconventional goals. Just like players were just kicking them from everywhere. Oh, fucking huge game, Buddy, Buddy Franklin kicked- magic. Oh, how was that ripping goal that James Brayshaw nearly died commentating? Which, respect to Brayshaw, because he's a North Melbourne man. Yeah. And he commentated the hell out of that moment. Good yep. on him. Yep. And um, the Ronk and the Aaliyah moment. Oh, love it. How oh. good's Ben fucking Ronk? So good. Oh, my God. Magic door. I love watching him play. It, it's taken him X amount of years to come along. He's always shown those little glimpses where you go, fuck. Like, he takes those huge marks. I think it was in the third quarter. There was one point where he was just, like, in, in the sky for about eight minutes. Yeah, but he, he, he took a mark and it took, like, that to, like, it's the first time I had I've... to get a crane out to get him down again. I mean, we haven't seen him play forward for a while, but it's the first time I've I've watched a game and the ball's coming in and he almost had that Ben Brown sort of aura around. Or even like Buddy Franklin, which yeah. sounds ridiculous, but the ball was coming at him and it was like, oh, Magic! He, he's played probably one of his best seasons. Yeah. And I think they've found a genuine swingman because he can play very good back. You know what it is? I think it's just the fact that his confidence is just sky high. That's it. And he, he probably comes out now and goes, I know that I can play. And yep. especially against Sydney. Like, yeah. that's one of the best teams. Yeah. One of the best defences. And yeah. this is the other thing. So, Sydney, like, Sydney won. So, it's amazing that North Melbourne were, were as good as what they were. Zeeble kicked four goals. Magic kicked four Five goals. Five from Zeeble. Zeeble Five kicked- from Zeeble. Fuck, really? Yeah. Five from Zeeble, four from Brown, four from Magic. Holy shit, that is awesome. But now, like, and then I want you to think. So uh, North are missing Wood and um, Ben Jacobs. Yeah, very important players. For this and structure. wait, and wait. Yeah, Sydney. No Kennedy for the second half of the game. No Kieran Jack. No Dan Hanbury. No Heath Grundy. No Jared McVeigh. And they won. What an awesome! Alir Alir kicked his first goal in AFL footy, and it would have been the best fucking first goal I think in the history of first goals. Barring maybe Ben Rocks. <laughs> how good's footy? How good's footy? And how good is footy that you've got two of the best players in the game on the weekend, Alir Alir, Majak Dor, both from refugee families from Sudan. Yeah. A week after, you have the fucking grubby mainstream media in Australia 
bitching and moaning about the menace of African gangs in Melbourne, which is a non-existent fucking dog-whistling racist fucking cunt issue. Yeah. Then you have two fucking just awesome blokes going, no, this is what it is. That was this the most- is what you do. It was the best. It was like the best contest of the day was oh. those two playing on each other. Yeah, it was awesome. Because they're both, so, they're, they're both so different. Like Magic is just built like a brick shit house. But Aaliyah's arms just go for 10 days. Yeah. Like, he's got that Dustin Fletcher body where he just is all arms and legs. Getting, <laughs> like he's like an octopus that just gets in the way. <laughs> and like, just stop, I'm there. Sorry, you can't get it. Like, even if he doesn't, even if like, you know, he doesn't necessarily beat win the first contest. He affects the next one when they try to get the quick handball. He's like, oh, no, I'm here. He doesn't give up. That's the thing. No, his second efforts for a guy his size are incredible. And he was, he was on, the, similar to Magic, he was on the line, like, Last year, we didn't play a single game after playing a lot of games the year yeah. before. We had that thing, I think, where he showed up late for training or he like he pissed the team off. He did something off the field well, or something. Just getting the and then, yeah, he didn't really play much. And now he's back and he's grabbed it. And Magic Door, credit to him too, because he's been in the system for probably nearly 10 years. Well, and he would have thought is, that he was gone. And this then he's is how just long, awesome. This is how long he's been in the system for. He's been in the system so long that Aaliyah Aaliyah playing junior footy looked up to him That's as a it. He was his hero. What, like He was the guy like he watched and was, he like, was like, if he can do it, I can, I can do, do it. it. And now he gets to play on him, and they both had awesome games. I like oh, how good's footy? How good is footy? If we had to boil the essence of this fucking podcast into three hours of sport, it would be that game on the weekend. Yeah, had oh. everything you could possibly had a fucking fan getting told off by his son for yelling too <laughs> yeah. loudly in the crowd. Like, oh, so many good things. That last quarter was insane. The whole game was insane. Fuck! If you it's- haven't watched a game of footy, get on the internet, find this one, watch it. Is Ronk? Smokey for the Rising Star. I don't. How old is he? He's nominated. Is he? How come he's not? He I should be favourite. I looked at the odds. He's not really. Oh, maybe he's rookie list. No, I'm pretty sure he was nominated for that game against um the Hawks. Because he's had a fucking huge season. I think he's had huge games and not. But so Stevenson, he's had like patches. I feel like Ronk should be a absolute. You know. Uh, you know. He's kicked like three or four goals in a couple of games. Had yeah, a he's been a huge, huge bag against quality opposition. I'm just going to have a look at the odds and see if he's uh, if he's in there. He he would be. He's going to be a jet. And the other thing too is that like he's not one of those players that's good because he's in a good team. He's just really good. Like he just in that last quarter, you were saying before, Dusha, that he kicked four goals. Oh, you bursts. know he's. He's he's the fourth favourite. He's paying thirteen dollars for a win. Can I guess the top three? Go. Stevenson Rayner? <coughs> no. No. Stevenson, um Ah. Oh. Stevenson's very short priced. Um yeah, no, no. Um uh Ed Richards? No, it's it's Stevenson Witherden and um Do Duday or whatever his name is. Duday. Oh, yeah, Tom no, Duday from yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. And then it's Ben Ronk and uh, Oliver Florent. That's the thing about Sydney. They've blooded a lot of young players in the last couple of years, Ronk, and they're still amazing. He's played 11 games, kicked 21 goals. Uh, see, for me, I, I, I really averages, don't get the Stevenson hype. Averages four tackles a game. All right, Stevenson is so short-priced. Ronk's been better for me. Stevenson's a, ma- a really good They both good kicked about 20 goals. The thing about Stevenson that's amazing, though, too, is that he was nearly overlooked because of the heart thing. Yeah, good on him. I, I, I like I like. Good Stevenson. on him. Witherden's better. I think Witherden's more consistent. Damn straight. But I think with this award, it goes to Flashy. Although it doesn't because Lewis Taylor beat Bontempelli. No, but Louis Taylor had a flashy first season. True. Bear in mind, he beat him by one vote. They're both, yeah, it was a real line ball and a mistake as history would <laughs> Speaking of mistakes, letting this game happen. Last game of the round, 
which was... You want an antithesis to good footy? I watched both of these games. I watched the North Sydney game, then flicked over at halftime to uh, the Fremantle-Port game. I'm sorry, after the North Sydney game finished. Yeah. I'm not fucking mad, man. So it was halftime at the Freo-Port game. <laughs> after a quarter... And this is a fucking score in the second quarter. Fremantle kicked zero goals, seven behinds. Port Adelaide did not score. What an atrocious quarter of football. Here's the thing, though, right? You could introduce rules in the middle of that game and it wouldn't have improved it. No. Because Ross Lyon Exists. is a shitty coach. He shut the game down. As long Port as Port Adelaide made dumb mistakes. As long as Ross Lyon breathes, the game is in trouble. <laughs> because it just will constantly smell like garlic breath. <laughs> um, shit game. Very good. Port coughed it up. And uh, Hellhole Stadium, after, doing, after having a very quiet week last yeah. week, Roared to life. I went into hibernation, didn't it? And yeah. It's just... Oh. It's taken it's out... Had, it's had a nap. <laughs> it, it's taken out players. It's probably taken out Port's top four chances. It almost consumed the good. entirety of the good game of AFL with such yep. a shit game. It um, it went bananas. Uh, it, it wanted blood. <laughs> it wanted the blood of the game. It wanted the blood of any player. It wanted... It wanted... Fuck, by watching the game, I felt like it hurt me. It did. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was doing that thing like you know how like some... my knees were starting to hurt, and I was like, "This game needs to wrap up, otherwise I'm in trouble. I could be just, out." For just the sitting season. there, and you just knee goes boing. <laughs> What's hellhole? The thing about like hellhole stadium is it does the thing that some animals do where they emit like a really like weird like noise that like frightens and irritates. Like it did like sonar on your knees. Yeah, uh, it was no good. It was such a fucking garbage game. There's no highlights. Everything sucked. Paddy Ryder did his groin. Uh, Robbie Gray got murdered by Ryan Nyhouse, who fed Robbie Gray's brain into concrete. <laughs> and I'm not being facetious. Actual concrete. Yeah, and Robbie Gray was down for a very long time. He didn't the, fucking move. The commentators were really worried for a little bit as well, because usually when the stretcher comes out, like by that time the players regain consciousness and usually gives like a thumbs up or anything, he was not moving, even no. when he went off the ground. It was... The only good news was, well, the, we got he, good he was news walking he, around at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. That, and people talk about, oh, no, it was a good tackle. That tackle, and I'm looking at you fucking Sean, who tried to defend the tackle earlier. I today. didn't try to defend it. All I said was, you said he should get three weeks, and I said, give him a week. No. It's, I, I, I agree with you. It's not a great... It's like it's a bad tackle in terms of the rule they brought in. Correct. But the player who tackled him is not helped by the fact that They've built a stadium with concrete oh, no. just outside the boundary. Absolutely. Yeah. But I reckon he would have been injured on the MCG or the SCG, which yeah, is it's, it's, it's how his head hit the ground. I, I he, don't, don't want to hang that player. Though. No, no, no. I mean, and I, I because be... he, he, he doesn't see the ball drop. No, and he's not trying <laughs> and it's to hurt not, him. It's not, it's not two actions spaced out. It's sort of all within the one thing, but what he did is not what they want. He to carries happen. on with the tackle. That's yeah. He actually has an opportunity to stop the tackle. Yep. And get re- and, you but know, he got caught up in the moment and he did it. It's not an it's not a but Ross Lyon went It's not a Jeremy Cameron, and, it's not a Stephen no, May, it's, it's not it's a, not a it's Tex not a Walker. Walker. No. Yeah. It's it's not it's not intentional. It is super fucking dangerous. It's dangerous and it's yeah. the reason the rule was brought in. Yeah, that's, that's the freak it, that's what it is. Dangerous tackle. And it's and it's like you look at that, the way Gray's head hit the ground, it's not even his head I'm worried about. It could have broken his neck. Yeah. Like Gray could be a paraplegic. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's how fucking like there's that guy in Geelong, um, who played for like a local league in Geelong, who's a quadriplegic because of a tackle just like that. Mm-hmm. The guy in the rugby, the NRL for the Storm, who's now in a wheelchair. Can't. So how many weeks would you give him? I'd give him three. No, I wouldn't. Severe though. impact. 
high contact, careless. Three weeks. Sometimes you're just unlucky in the way that someone lands in a tackle. Yeah, though. and you I see agree. hard tackles in every game. I agree, which is why I'm saying three weeks. Right. I saw it because I was watching the game. The they showed the replay is- a lot. And the thing I haven't is- seen the different yeah, angles. Yeah, there's different angles. It looks like it was an intentional sling tackle. All right. mm. Because he him- does then drive him in. Yeah. It just Throw the book at him then. I've only seen the one angle. Because li- yeah, live and from the angle that they showed, it's... But then they show one from the boundary line and he sees the boundary and then lifts right up. Oh, okay. Five yeah. weeks, please. <laughs> no, I'd be like, if, you, I if also, you're saying also, that from a different angle, then yeah, absolutely. It's just it's really bad. It's similar yeah. to it's similar to the one that Robbie Gray caught from Bryce Gibbs, and Gibbs got two or three weeks for it. You see, every week you see players get tackled near the boundary, and most of the time, players are like, no, nope, that's the that's outside the line. I will just cool my jets here. Yep. So yeah, he's overstepped. It. He's got caught up in the moment. They stop as soon as you get to the boundary line. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yep. Hey, Dusha, how many emails have we got? Well, we've got heaps, but we'll get to those first. Let's, prof- Let's profit call it first. Yeah, much right. better decision. Friday night? We've got St. Kilda take on Richmond. St. Kilda with a second Friday night game in a row. And again, <laughs> I get it. They looked like a promising, exciting team last year. Yeah. But it's okay to be disappointed. Last like Friday, I am. last yeah. Friday they won by sixty-five points. This week they will lose by sixty-five. It'll points. cancel out. Yeah, Richmond will smash them. They'll get players back. They'll be angry about the loss to Giants, and yeah. they'll be like, because they're equal points now with West Coast, they're going to really want to boost their already massive percentage. Worth <laughs> noting that th- about this time last year, the Saints smashed Richmond. That game when they they kept them, I think, to two goals in a half, yep. sixty to twelve or something like that. Yep. That won't happen again. Uh, it'll probably be reversed. And that means yeah. that Richmond will probably be even more aggressive towards St. Yeah. Kilda. They won't let it happen. I mean, a boy can dream. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> It'd um, be fucking hilarious. It is at Eddie Had. Yeah. Four. Uh, it's in Victoria, so yeah. it's fine. If they were playing in, you know, St. Kilda in Sydney, they'd lose. <laughs> uh, Saturday, we have Collingwood take on North Melbourne at the MCG. Oh, what a game. I think North. I Me too. North. I think North will be fired up. I reckon Magic will come out and kick another bag. <sighs> Imagine if Magic kicks like six oh, at the G against Collingwood. Oh, will he play forward again though? 
I think after he um, kicked fucking four. Brad Scott you... has said that he will swing him Beautiful. back and forth. Like he's committed to playing. I, him I as prefer a him forward. You know, he's a. I think he needed. He needs to play back for his confidence, also for his game sense. Yeah, because that's always been a bit of a thing. He hasn't had that sort of footy brain as much. He as He led players. into so many great spots too. Yeah. yeah. So he's finally. I think he's arrived. He's yeah. arrived. The he's ready to dominate. Colin. Although, if he had to kick that goal that he missed with like you know two four minutes to go, that would have put him an extra kick up. Yep. He would have arrived and then some. However, there was still two minutes to go when Ali kicked that goal. So you know. Uh, then we got Sydney taking on Gold Coast. Sydney. 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 Essendon taking on Frio at Etihad. The graveyard shift. Essendon, hopefully, and we're gonna, we like we need to win this. But again, I would like to boost up attention a bit just to get close to 100. But I guess it doesn't really matter because we're not gonna we're not gonna gain that 15 percent that we need to be. Oh, it's even more. I think it's about 23. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just win. Just yeah, win. Just win. Put them away. You won't be able to get a percentage because Russ Lyon will play three behind the ball from the bounce. Actually, that's a really good point. He will do that. Mm. Because he's God, shit. God, he's a parasite. He's a actually. It could he's be a blight in, on the game. It's an infectious disease. It could be interesting to see a team as like currently as flashy as Essendon take on Freer just to see what happens. Do you know what I love though? Like he's, it's a you know he's gone with this defensive mindset all of his coaching career, and it's almost won him a premiership three times. <laughs> <laughs> just ask Adelaide how good finishing second feels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we've got speaking of Adelaide. Brisbane take on Adelaide at Brisbane. the Gabatois. Four goals. Who's going to kill Tex? Tex isn't playing. Oh, that's right. He's got a week off for killing Zach Tui. Yeah, fuck. So I think they're more dangerous without Tex. I I tend to agree because I think that Tex is kind of easy to shut down. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's getting his head. Yeah. And he well, no, that's him. the thing. Like uh, When he's on, he's a very good player. Jenkins weirdly might be the man to stop. Harris Andrews is a smoky to come back. Yeah, no, they, but he, he won't. He won't. They won't rush him back. Not, not um, when you're not going to be. You know. Hodgie will be back though. Josh Walker did a good job. Josh Walker is ready for any challenge thrown at him. When are we play in Sydney next, I mean, it's really not going to matter because Mitch Robinson, Dane Beams, and Dane Zorko are going to murder. It's a midfield. It's going to be the midfield battle. Steph Martin will kill Sam Jacobs with his athletic capability. Yep. Adelaide need to win this if they want to make finals. They will be desperate and hungry. But Brisbane, how good does four in a row feel? And that's a number you've been aiming to get before. Mm. You've missed out on the four in a row in the past. Have they? <laughs> oh, but the... Uh, fr- fuck you. <laughs> you piece of shit. That gives you a revenge on a South Australian team. Uh, we'll take what we can get. Uh, I think Brisbane will win by five goals. I, uh, I'm supremely I'm confident. I reckon, I reckon 20, 24 points. I think but, Adelaide will be a bit more of a challenge than Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> Brisbane um, have got a taste for the kill now. Fuck. Confidence is huge at the moment. It's sky high. Overconfident, though. No, you know what? You don't seem like a team that can get over. No, Fagan talked about it straight away after the game. He said, we will not get ahead of ourselves. No. Because yeah. they know what they where they've been. Yep. Luke Hodge won't let them get ahead of themselves. No, he'll be clipping blokes. Hodge will happily right. hip and not- shoulder someone of their own team, he thinks. Yeah, that- it's like, oh, we might win this week. Just go, like, Oscar McInerney is really excited and Hodge just lays him on his ass at training. He's like, never say that again in my presence. <laughs> yeah, you big Gumby. <laughs> if I can fucking do this, imagine what Adelaide might do. <laughs> Focus on the game. <laughs> I feel like Hodge was in the room. <laughs> oh, it did, it did. Then we've got Geelong take on Melbourne in another huge oh, game. Boys, this is a danger game. For both teams. But I think the strategy Geelong have to play is the same strategy we did against Superior Ruckman like Nick Nat and like Grundy. Don't try to beat him in the ruck to try to shark the taps. Yeah, yep. good. And we're very good at that. 
Yeah. Um, We've well, got you've got the midfield to, like if your midfield wasn't good at that, I'd do. I worry. mean, I mean, here's, and here's the thing: Ablett likes playing at Geelong. <laughs> He's kicked a couple of goals. Um, I think if we get if Henderson comes back, that backline just just gets a bit more experience in it. Yep. Buzzer goes out. Cramery goes in. Menzel to respond and kick four. Yep. Fuck Ka- and Cats will win by Menzel's four goals. Ooh. I think, and I also think the other point of difference will be Tom Hawkins will be too much of a handful. And then uh, on Sunday, Hawthorne will beat Carlton by. Are you back at me? To douche a tip? Douche, who are you tipping, mate? You know, dog did, he, uh, did he try and move on there? Yeah, You'll notice just, that I uh, sat out of two games in a row there. <laughs> oh, you piece oh, of shit. Oh, you dirty dog. He's going to tip Adelaide. He's tipping Adelaide and Melbourne. Yeah, yeah right, <clears> cool. No, ah. Uh, you I know, honestly don't know. Like You're dead to me and you'll make up your mind on Friday and be big TC. That's cool. Move on. I'm on the fence on this uh, Geelong. I'm on the fence with both of these games. But because you're not a dog. But uh, I do love my boy and I will be backing Geelong. Well, that's the thing. Like, even if I do tip Adelaide, I'm going to be barracking for Brisbane. Here's the thing I will say too. Joe mm. Melman can't do. Perform against top eight sides. Oh, you are, and, re- and we are just a top eight. Side. <laughs> Actually, does that mean we've got two teams in the top eight currently that can't play each other? Basically, because we've got Melbourne and Collingwood, and Collingwood smashed Melbourne. That's the only team that Col- the only no, team in the eight that yeah. Collingwood beat in that seven game winning streak, which I want to just address again, was Melbourne. Also worth noting on that seven-game win streak is that Nathan Buckley had a beard for all of them. Shaved <laughs> his beard off this week. They lost. I'm back in the Cats by three goals. Actually, yeah, no, I'm going to go with the Cats as well because they're going to be hungrier for it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Carlton will beat Hawthorne. West Coast will beat West <laughs> Bulldogs. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Carlton will beat uh, Hawthorne. Sorry, <laughs> Hawthorne will beat Carlton. You know what's funny? Oh, if you fuck. go back to their most recent record, Carlton did beat Hawthorne. Did they? At, at Eddie had last year, Jed Lamb kept James Sicily to two touches. Hawthorne will not playing though because he eye gouged someone. Hawthorne ah. will smash them. Oh yeah, they'll come out fire breathing. Uh, Tom Mitchell will have eighty five disposals, and none of them will matter. No, they'll still win because they'll be he'll have them when they're already two hundred points in front. That's true. Hawthorne will kill Carlton. Ruffy will kick six. West Coast will kill Western Bulldogs. Yep. And then the last game of the round, Port take on GWS. Where? Oh, Adelaide Oval. They're not Port will bounce back. They will oh. bounce back hard. They'll have to. If they want to finish top four, but they will. Giants they will. travel well there. I think the issue is though, probably no Gray, no Paddy Ryder. The Giants beat Adelaide there early in the year. I think they did. Not yeah. even not not even that long ago. Actually. Adelaide are a basket case though. Porter better side than Adelaide. Based on last week though, Port you were expecting to bounce points. back, but fuck. Motlop to kick a goal in the last thirteen seconds. Whew. Don't know who I'll pick. At the moment. Giants. I will need to wait and see who if Robbie Gray is playing or not. How many games would Port have to lose from here till the end of the year for Ken Hinckley to lose his job? Um, all of them. Twenty-seven games, which uh, is impossible. He, uh, uh, you know, mm. they jumped at shadows last year when he was like, "I'll go to the Suns," and Koshy was like, "Fuck, I'll sign you up for five years." Should have let him go. He's a good coach. Is he? Yeah, he's great. Your brother hates him. Is he a good man? Yeah, he's a good bloke. Is he? Yeah. Why do you think he's a bad man? Oh, he coaches Port Adelaide. <laughs> he's a very rubbery face. He coached Geelong in their glory days. He was the backline coach in their premiership years. Wasn't the senior coach, though. Yeah, but Bomber did fuck all because he's probably selling drugs. <laughs> allegedly. Well, well that's, why I said, that's why I said probably. <laughs> probably, allegedly. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Dusha, what's, what's in the mailbag, mate? Oh, I got heaps. Just got an email. We'll start with an email from last week that. Uh, we couldn't touch on because it's addressed to you, Tom. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Don't have to stand up for this one. No, you don't. 
Subject, and this is from Connor Saunders. Subject, Richmond's 2018 draw, mm. in brackets, all caps, I've had a gutful. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, are you on the tinfoil hat train with me, mate? No, he's not. Oh. Hey, boys. As a Richmond fan, oh. I've had about enough of you lot giving them a serve about the draw this year. Let's not forget the draw was released back in October 2017 and is based on the ladder from that year. Richmond finished third on the ladder in 2017 and their repeat matches this year are against Adelaide, who finished first, Geelong, who finished second, Essen, who finished seventh, St. Kilda, who finished uh, 11th, Collingwood, who finished 13th. Compare that to the physical manifestation of arrogance that is known as Geelong, who repeat games against Richmond, 3rd, Sydney, 6th, Melbourne, ninth, Hawthorne, 12th, Gold Coast, 17th. Dusha, before you finish the email, yep. I'd like to point out some factual inaccuracies. Yep. One, Richmond did not finish 3rd. They finished fucking 1st. That's what you finish when you win the Premiership. Geelong finished 4th. <laughs> Is that how they do the draw? That's how they do the draw. Like it's based on when, like so. Adelaide came second last year, not first. Okay. Because like they didn't like that's that's the how draw it works. Came out in October. Yeah, the is grand that, final was in October. Yeah, but is that the draw comes out at the end of the month? All right, so it's based on the finals performance as well. Yeah, based on where you finish at the end of the year, and that includes finals. But if you look at the ladder, if I was to look at the ladder from twenty, because they always the grand finalists always play twice. Hmm. Okay. With that new information. Connor, you're a fuckhead. Don't email us again. <laughs> nah, and fair enough. I Look, I was sucked into this as well, and it makes sense to me. Tom, I guess you had the perfect rebuttal. I did. And I will say this. So you've got St. Kilda that finished 11th. We've got Hawthorne who finished 12th. Hawthorne are a much better side than St. Kilda and are much better than the 12th position they finished last year. Apples and oranges. Because I will say this. Just like the showdown, form matters for naught in a Geelong-Hawthorne match. And I will concede, we play Gold Coast twice because of Gary Ablett. And uh, yeah, that's good. But, you know, counter-argument, Hawthorne played Brisbane twice because of Luke Hodge. And on paper, that would have looked great for Hawthorne. Correct. And and again, counter-argument, you've travelled into state four times. <laughs> you've never had to do it back-to-back like we fucking did. Yeah, look, Richmond and Collingwood in particular, like clubs like that, supporters, don't complain about the draw. You should have played. You're, you're, you're talking to a guy who whose team travels every second week. You're also, you're also talking to a bloke who won the opportunity to host a home final last year and didn't fucking get one. So sit down and shut up, Connor. <laughs> now nah, I love you. Keep listening to the show. Thanks for your email, Connor. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Love ya. All right, now we've got another email from Pascal. Pascal. I'm going to say Pascal because it sounds way cooler. Pedro. <laughs> Pedro. Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, Pascal here. Cheers. Pascal Savage, the bad guy. John Malkovich's bad guy from John English. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Pascal's a name and Pascal or whatever the fuck I said the first time is not. (laughs) It's like a pencil or a (laughs) a paintbrush. Cheers from Canada. When this podcast first came out, I heard the first one, but didn't listen to the next ones. I wanted to listen to it sometime, though. And last week, I found out I was going a 55-hour bus ride across Canada. So I downloaded the whole podcast up until the most recent one and binged it right across the country. Two quick things. First, I know I'm late, but uh, which team should I follow as a Canadian? Sydney. Nah. No, 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 no. Uh, I know why, but no. No, 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 no. It's not why you think. Why? What are the colors of the Canadian flag, Sean? All right, no, fair. That's really good. Thank you. I retract. They basically wear the fucking... They wear Canada on their bodies. Well, it's funny because he says, my favorite hockey team is the Calgary Flames, which has red as its main color. And of course, the Canadian flag is red and white. Any ideas? Sydney. Sydney. 
Also, Canadians, good blokes. Sydney, good blokes. Yeah, no, really good. I retract my <laughs> fucking dissent. Well done, Tom. No worries. I'm yeah. good at this. It's my one skill. Yep. He, uh, <clears throat> he also then goes on to say that he's got a proposition uh, that... In Canada, everyone loves hockey and the TCs are a big problem in hockey as well. <laughs> so uh, to stop this and to force players not to do that, if they're going to TC, they have to TC sports and all AFL players who decide they want to leave clubs for op- other opportunities have to go play hockey and vice versa, which will result in a lot of ast- very cold Australians and very sweaty Canadians. Anyway, thanks to the show. It's given me a very funny into the world of sports. Cheers. I mean, then I wouldn't have Paddy Dangerfield in my side and that would make me sad. Or... uh Gary Ablett. Or Gary Ablett again. You would just have some weird Canadian guy. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Great impression. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm Simon. That's 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 more um, Fargo. I'm in yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> Tom loved that so much. <laughs> <laughs> the next, next email. Incoming mm. message from space. <laughs> this is from Liam. Yeah. Greetings from beyond Pluto, men. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there. It's a really nice spot. <laughs> well, let's get. Don't get too excited about this. Oh man, <laughs> gee, I wonder who he barracks for. <laughs> I was previously in a bar in Bali before being launched well into space. <laughs> when hearing Sloan signed, and once the final siren blew against the cats, I was blasted towards Jupiter, and I haven't returned since. <laughs> Up the crows. <laughs> Also, I need some TC clarification. Mm-hmm. My twin brother, who has never been a big footy fan, used to say he went for the dreaded power just as an answer for when someone asked. He's moved to Sydney this year, and while there was uh, so while there with him for my weekend, I dragged him to the SCG to satisfy my footy needs. Good move. SCG was a great ga- uh, great ground. It's nice great. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Love to go there. They've recently renovated it. Yeah, it's nice. I decided to buy him a swan scarf in an attempt to not only wash him of the power, but to try and get him to be more interested in footy overall. I know how much joy it brings me and I've never been able to share that. I also hoped it would be a good excuse to catch up more during the year in different states. The big question is, have I encouraged TC behavior or does his lack of loyalty excuse this? Nah, he, he, he was never really on board and he was only a power support to antagonize people. Yep. Giving him a good team to follow, I like it. You've, you've done a good thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, cause people are just, you've done a good thing. Yep. On you, Liam. Well done, mate. Good boy. I, I wish you also back for Sydney, though. Yeah. Because it's gonna it's gonna be really hard getting back from Pluto this week when you get annihilated by the lions. <laughs> but enjoy space while you can. <laughs> got a got an email from a friend of the show, Special K. Footy <laughs> is so good. Hope yes, you lovely lions is. are doing well. Just wanted to take a moment while I'm up in space to talk about the lions' chances <laughs> next year. <laughs> I could really see the boys finishing tenth to twelfth next year. Next year, tenth to twelfth. Special wait, wait, K. Wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. Special K. But how long do you think it will be till we see the Lions back in the finals? And what are the expectations you have for the Cats and the Dons next year? Keep up the hard work, fellas, and up the Lions! Yes! Signed off as Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it is Carmichael Hunt. I will say this I before love you special dive K. in. Yeah, you go. Uh, Geelong, I think, if we have a year where we don't have the injuries we had this year, mm-hmm. we get the cohesion that we need to have, we're pushing top two. Good word, cohesion. I love mm. it. You're going to get some cohesion next year, Essendon? I absolutely think so. I think unless something fucking crazy happens in our off-season, like, like I don't a know, big you, loss. You get, you get caught drug cheating. Yeah, or like something dumb like Heppel or someone tr- trades and that club's just in chaos. <laughs> it is like Heppel, McGrath, and Tipping Rudy just all TC and <laughs> Joe Danaher retires. <laughs> <laughs> Zaharakis does his other shoulder. 
Thanks for the email, Special K. Brisbane, sky's the limit next year. Uh, I think we'll play finals. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would think probably between fifth and eighth. If you're not playing finals, I would go, I'm going to go sixth to tenth. You're either going to just miss, which yeah, is fine, which I, I still think is an yeah. improvement. I, I can't see them going lower than tenth. No, me neither. I mean, everything's going to have to go right and they're going to have to continue to develop and all of that. But, mate, I wouldn't rule out a, a run at the top four because you just never know. Like, the Kangaroos had a sniff at it this year. They've kind of faded a bit. But it's like we've talked Look about the West before. Coast. There's always a team. Last year. There's always a team, yeah, that comes from outside the eight, Collingwood this year, Richmond the year before, and, and has a crack at it. And Brisbane could, like, there's. N- Who's to yeah. say that they can't be that team next year? I'm going to go with Tom. Six to eight seems yeah. like a pretty sensible thing. Yeah. Uh, we got another email from Jared. Subject, up the fucking lion. Yes. <laughs> yes, Jared. <clears throat> I'd like to report a murder at the oh, University of Tasmania. Specifically, I'd like to report that it was bloody excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Love Jared, a totally unbiased North supporter who just got pushed into the eight on percentage. You're ninth now. Unlucky, but still. P.S. It seems like only one of the two teams can play without Hodgie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Go on you, Jared. Oh, I want that on a t-shirt. Fuck. Oh. All right. We got... An email from Matt Knight, subject, crushing losses. Hey, fellas, your podcast is the first thing I look forward to Wednesday after work. Best thing going round. Champ. Being a Fremantle supporter living in New Ooh, South Wales makes it hard to see the boys sad play. facts. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because the crushing losses I seem to witness every time I venture to Melbourne to get my heart broken. Picture this, if you will. Round 7, 2008. Naive, happy 15-year-old me gets a seat at the ground to witness Melbourne v Frio. Dubbed the Who Cares Cup due to the fact that they were 15th and 16th on the ladder and about 8,000 people turned up. <laughs> I parked myself in the D's cheer squad and we were away. Freya went into the into halftime 51 points up and I was elated. Didn't I let every single D's supporter around me cop it? My first ever time going to see the boys win live was an hour away. My pride was before the portal to the toast realm opened above a nearly empty G and swallowed me whole. The fall hit hard. Melbourne kicked nine goals in the last quarter to win by a goal and broke my tiny purple heart. <laughs> it was the second biggest comeback after halftime to win a game and the Melbourne Melbourne's biggest comeback ever. Those D supporters let me have it as I slowly worked my way through the ground to leave. They were still celebrating the ground three hours later. <laughs> Just wanted to know if you boys have experienced any heartbreak like that at the ground. Bonus points for letting the opposition have it as well. Keep up the awesome work. <laughs> Matt K. P.S. Garlic McPerv has to leave Frio. The sooner the better. <laughs> PPS, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lions prey on hawks. <laughs> oh! Great email. I've got Sorry it. that you're back for Freo. Yeah. It's yeah. Look, rough at the moment. But like we've talked about, get rid of Ross Lyon. Once mm. Ross Lyon's gone, because apart from him, the club, it's not like you have like a garbage culture or anything like that, except everything involving him is garbage and yeah. bad. Got but, some good young players. Yeah. Got some good you know, players in Fife and Walt, um, you know, Michael yeah. Walters. There's guys like Connor Blakely, Luke Luke Ryan. Fuck, which line Ryan plays for free? Liam Ryan. Now nah, Liam Ryan plays for... West Coast. Fuck, one of the Ryans. <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely West Coast, sorry. Um, yeah. You've got Alex Pierce, who's just come back from a broken leg and is playing really well. Yeah. Brayshaw, you've got Young Brayshaw. Young Brayshaw, you've got um, the Hill brothers. Is Adam Chera as well? Oh, Adam Chera is... Sarah, Chera? Yeah. He's a gun. He will be great. Hold on to him because there's rumors going that he's going to leave. Well, yeah. I just get rid of Ross Lyon. Yeah. But Surely yeah, um, Ross shattering Lyon losses. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, I've got one that's uh, pretty rough. Is it ones that we were at? Well, at yeah. He ground? said if you were at the ground for any yeah. shattering oh, yeah. losses. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was at the round 21 2000 clash, Essendon, 
undefeated in the season took on the Western Bulldogs. Oh, you went to that? Yeah, I was nine-year-old me was so excited to see my boys win again. Was <laughs> stoked that we just smashed records. We we're going to have an undefeated season. That was insane. Then Chris Grant happened. Yeah, then Chris Grant had something to say about that. Who, by all accounts, is like one of the nicest guys in the world. I can't fucking stand him. <laughs> Terry Wallace and the Super Flood. Yeah, that's when it was born. Um, my heartbreaking loss that I t- I've had a lot. <laughs> You've had a lot of close games. We've had a lot of close games. Um, one of the ones that I was at that still hurts. Uh, two year is two thousand and six. Yes, uh, Geelong are playing West Coast, mm-hmm. and. Down, down at the, yeah, at the, the Cattery. Cattery. And at half time, oh, I remember this game. Geelong are seven goals up yeah. against a team that made finals and were in the top. This is West Coast with the midfield of Cousins, oh. Kerr, Judd. And we were flying. Yeah. And it was amazing. And then a man by the name of Embry came out and uh, Embley, Andrew yeah. Embley. Andrew Embley, yeah. yeah. Came out, I think, kicked four or five. Yeah. And the margin was like a 43-point turnaround. Yep. And uh, we lost by two goals. And it was real bad. Yep. And, um, Did it really dent your arrogance that day? It took me all of the till next year to get it back. Yep. <laughs> yep. Brisbane- that hurt. And the other one is obviously the Richmond final last year. That yep. that hurt because there was they were so the fans were so bad. Did you go to the Geelong Hawthorne grand final? Uh, no, I couldn't go. Uh, I watched that one on TV. Yeah. My mum and dad went. My dad has been to every grand final in Geelong's played in since they were able to do so. So mm-hmm. he was at the West Coast one where we got smashed, at the Carlton one where we yep. got smashed, at the Hawthorne one where we just lost despite the fact that Gary Ablett had the best game in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it hurts. Brisbane haven't had a lot of close games down here in Melbourne yeah. when I've been there. They've either get smashed or, you know, have an all right win. But I do remember, oh, fuck, I think it would have been 2004. Four, and it was when Brisbane and St Kilda were on top of the ladder. We we were coming off three in a row, and the Saints were one of the the best teams. Was this was this the year that St Kilda won nine straight and then did win? Yeah, it was that the rest one. of the year. No, 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 no. This is two thousand and four. They made the prelim this year, and then fell off. It was when Fraser Gary kicked a hundred goals in a season. I can't remember if it was that one, but in in this game, it was the two best teams at the time going at each other, and the Saints. Because I remember they we were sitting behind. Fuckhead St Kilda supporters who they got up by like five goals and were giving it to us, and then Brisbane got on a run, hit the lead. Of it's it's like it's actually the best game I ever went to. Then the Saints kicked a goal. Right, I think um who was the player Schwartzer, Jason Schwartzer or someone like that. Yeah, do you remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. kicked one on the run from sixty, and they won by like one point. Other one by one point or five points. I can't remember. It was heartbreaking. Fuck, great game though. But see, I've been to games where, like, it's the opposite. Like, Brad Johnson missing after the siren. Yeah. Tom Hawkins, Bartell. Like, yeah. I've had I've had my share of those. You've there's been some, fair share. There's been some shit ones along the way, too. Yeah. But that's footy. Yeah. Never going to not go, though. That's true. What's next, mate? All right. So, we've got two big emails. And this is from Cameron Morgan, whose email is split up into three distinct parts. Uh, opening sentence though is boys footy is pretty fucking great this week touches on that the lions are the best you don't yes. need Carno, you don't need to wait long for them to be a finals contender thanks mate cam rayner is fucking good as and one of cameron's favorite players great he points out that essendon beat gold coast and gold coast are a team that shouldn't exist and will never <laughs> be good yep. but also that mark bagley is a massive legend yeah and i'm gonna read this word for word tom oh fuck tom you fucked up oh <laughs> You talk all that shit about Adelaide and then Adelaide beats Geelong. That's true. 
Are Geelong all they're cracked up to be or are they fucked and won't make finals? They will make finals. But it's that thing where like last week we're going to be the best team ever. We lose this week. I, I said going into these two rounds that I would be happy to win one of the two. We'll be fine. Yep. Right. We're, we're a good side. We just haven't had the cohesion that we've wanted. Tim Kelly, sneaky All-Australian chance. <laughs> Squad, yeah. Yeah, 40 man. Yeah, definitely. Then, then there's a paragraph about how Fremantle v Port was one of the worst games of the year, which I 100% back. And then, and this is being a recurring trend, and this is what the other email touches on as well. Yeah. Uh, he sent us a picture of a ladder and potential finals draw where Brisbane are mathematically still possible. But <laughs> I don't... He's He mentioned in this email, he's like, I'm not sure if this is actually accurate, but uh, you beat Port in the grand final. <laughs> Fuck. Right. That is my dream. That is revenge 14 years in the making. Chris Fagan runs out at the end of the game and goes, Alan Scott, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. How many wins do Brisbane have to make the finals? I've seen a ladder where they have 10 and they get in, which I don't know how that's possible. but Yeah, that's it must be the same one. Is that with like get, teams get- like Geelong losing... By the remaining of, six games. By an average of 60 points. Your percentage on this ladder is 189. Is that what it takes to get in? <laughs> no, no, no. You finished sixth. <laughs> okay. How? So are they saying that all the teams on nine don't win? Uh, so Richmond have 18 wins. Port have 18 wins. Sydney have 16 wins. West Coast have 15 wins. Collingwood 11. Brisbane, Melbourne, and Geelong all 10. North. We're only winning one more game for the year. <laughs> North, Frio, Hawthorne, and Adelaide all finish on 10 as well, but miss out due to percentage. <laughs> GWS, 9. Western Bulldogs, 9. St. Kilda and Essendon, 8. What? Hi. <laughs> Gold Coast, also 8, and Carlton with 7. Gold Coast, 8? Cameron, I think your ladder's cooked, mate. But uh, yeah, I don't think that's mathematically possible. <laughs> the ladder that you've given us, I don't think it works. Well, it is. Games. It's just like cool. every game is an upset. Yeah, so mathematically possible. It's like the the thing that Doctor Strange sees. What? How many different futures? <laughs> it's that one. It's Infinity War. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, and a last email. Yeah. And this one's long, but I don't want to do it a dissatisfaction by not reading it out because oh, it's good. Okay. And this is from Adam Burt. Subject, a beautiful mind. <laughs> oh, is this, oh, this is the email. Oh, yes. Connor, handsome Tom and Dusha. Hope you're all well. Although I'm going to say after that pitiful pitiful performance from the cats at Tillon will be bitterly, bitterly devouring toast by the slice. It was delicious. I hated it. But I've done the maths. And after an awesome performance by the Lions, <laughs> they can still make the eight. <laughs> at uni, I studied mathematics, mainly number theory and... Fuck, a word I don't even know. Can I have a crack at it? Combinatrix. Oh, fuck. Yeah, go on. Study mathematics, mainly number theory and, yeah, combinatrix. <laughs> what the fuck? Tom, you have a crack? Yeah, I want to do a crack. If we get it right, do you buy a t-shirt? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Combinatorix. <laughs> <laughs> Professors of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know about the combinatoricals. (laughs) So you know this is coming from a learned place. Now, I write this on Saturday afternoon, but two of the results have already gone the Lions' way. So here it is. It's lengthy, but it's worth it. Okay. Cardo, I'll let you decide if this is worth it. Here's the breakdown. Round 17. Geelong, Hawthorne, and North all lose and remain on 36 points. Brisbane wins and advances to 12 points with a percentage of 91.7. That's what you're on. Yeah. (laughs) What do they win by one point? (laughs) Come on, mate. No, round no no no. Round seventeen just happened. Yeah, so that's your percentage. Oh, yeah. 
That's currently. I retract that then. You are correct, sir. But he wrote that Saturday afternoon. So after they won. Yeah. Good boy. Round 18. Pies smash North. D's smash cats. Sorry, Tom. Hawthorne's team bus on the way to Eddie had to play Carlton gets <laughs> stuck underneath the Spencer Street rail bridge that sees every third truck seem to hit it and they don't make it to the game on time bridge. <laughs> and have to forfeit. This is the only likely scenario where Hawthorne don't win that game. Brisbane defeat the Crows in the absence of the worst slash most uninspirational captain in AFL-VFL history. <laughs> Taylor hissy fit when a player leaves Walker. North, Geelong, and Hawthorne also remain on 36 points. Brisbane win, go to 16 points and a percentage of approximately 94. Oof. Round He's no- actually done the fucking math. <laughs> Round 19, North loses to West Coast and Hawks lose over in the West to Frio. Brisbane, in what is dubbed the Miracle on Grass 2, <laughs> beats Geelong in an After the Siren Super Classico <laughs> as they come from 50 points down at three-quarter time to win by a point. This breaks the record for the largest last-quarter comeback in VFL-AFL history. Eric Hipwood kicks seven last-quarter goals and 14 for the match. Anthony Hudson's head literally explodes as he's going the game. North Geelong and Hawthorne all remain on 36 points. Brisbane win and go to 20 points, remain remains on 94% because yep. of that one point victory. Sure, yep. Round 20, Richmond smashes DeLong. The smashing is so bad that Tom won't even stand up on his train ride home <laughs> 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 to make way for a disabled, blind, pregnant, elderly woman. <laughs> yeah, but is she a for- Richmond supporter? <laughs> Poor form, Tom. <laughs> Shit. Line in the sand game, Essendon destroys the Hawks, but the punch shot at halftime is so severe that all 22 players for each team are suspended for the rest of the season, <laughs> thus effectively ruling both Hawthorne and Essendon out of finals contention due to being unable, due to unable, be, unable to be filled, fill, fill a team. Okay. I love that it still comes down to Essendon having all of their players banned somehow. <laughs> Every supporter of the other 16 teams in the comp remember it as the greatest day of football in history of the game. <laughs> Brisbane defeat North and finally break the AFL record for largest winning margin and highest score ever in a game. <laughs> Erasing the diabolical effort against Geelong back in 1992. The final score is 39-10-244 versus 7-5-47. <laughs> North and Geelong are still on 36 points. Hawthorne and Essendon disqualified. Brisbane, 24 points. Percentage jumps to 109. <laughs> <laughs> This is so good. Round 21. Geelong, unable to play Hawthorne, plays against St. Kilda, who was scheduled to play Essendon. St. Kilda wins. <laughs> North loses to the Doggies. Brisbane defeat Collingwood. North and Geelong, still 36 points. Brisbane, 28 points. Percentage, about 110. Uh. Round 22. <laughs> Geelong loses to Frio. North loses to Adelaide. Brisbane defeat the Suns in the Q Clash. <clears throat> It's a Gold Coast home game, so only 16 people attend. Yet they still sell out of pies and hot dogs. Stewie Jew are likely culprit. <laughs> it's just the greatest email we've ever received. North and Geelong still on 36 points. Brisbane, 32 points. And a game outside eighth spot going into round 23. Wow. wow. <laughs> round 23. Zenkilda beat North. Gold Coast beat Geelong, and with their typical Geelong arrogance, they email and post out leaflets to their supporters about how to fu- purchase finals tickets. Now, we're not, that, not as dumb as fucking Melbourne. We wouldn't ever do that. <laughs> Brisbane defeat West Coast, and supporters think they've made finals until Adelaide defeats Carlton by a record margin. However, Asada, text, Asada tests Tex Walkers <laughs> after the game. The tests show that he is nothing but 17 well-coordinated but very angry beavers in a skin suit. <laughs> Adelaide is robbed of all of their points under the strict no beaver policy of the AFL. 
all players must actually be people and not 70 plus rodents pretending to be a man. And Brisbane makes the eight. Yeah. Woo. That means the ladder looks like this. Richmond, Collingwood, Port, West Coast, Melbourne, Sydney, GWS, Brisbane. Frio, the fuck North. in there and GWS not? Like, get GWS there. Let me be in there. <laughs> well, no, I think for this to play out, that has to happen. Fuck. Frio, North, Geelong. Just miss out. Essendon, Hawthorne, and Adelaide all disqualified. So there you have it. It's mathematical possible. I know this is a long email, but I hope it's informative. Oh, fucking oath. That may be. <laughs> Love your work. Go Pies. Adam Burt. And then a picture of Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that got you fired up, Carno. Oh, uh, i got to be honest with you. Adam's my favourite Collingwood person. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one I like. But uh, yeah, that's got me fired up for finals. I'm not making it, but Brisbane are. Fuck. And I'm happy to bag for them in the finals. Yeah, so. hey, based on that, I'm Rip- 100% behind Brisbane. Ripping email. I'm excited. And uh, look, this episode is long, but it was worth it because of that email. Yep. Thank you so much, everyone who emailed in. Go Bombers on the weekend. Huge game of footy. I'm excited. Everything's good. Boys, how good's footy? Oh, it's so good. Go Lions. Go Cats. And if you want to let us know how good footy is, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can tweet us at howgoodsfooty or me at Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Juice 13 You were smashing that because I forgot to throw to you, but then you stumbled over your own Twitter handle. Well done, yeah, Tom. You stood up, mate. Well done. Yes. Go Cats. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.